and here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Oh, great, man. I think I'm okay. I'm How doing, are you? I'm doing well. Can't wait to talk about some of this stuff. We have a bunch of good stuff going on today. We are bringing back, because the people wanted it so badly, North or Northeast rates. Yes. The best, the hottest game in Northeast Minneapolis. We have such strong opinions. Yes. Uh, Metal Stand is back. Uh, We're doing best chicken sandwiches. Get excited already. I love them. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a crazy episode. So um, before we dive into all this content, before we catch up on our beautiful city of Minneapolis, we need you guys, the listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app or Spotify and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your tablet or whatever you listen to on each and every week. Heck yeah. Thanks in advance. We appreciate it. Yeah. You need us too. I mean, we're going into the summer. <laughs> you need this. I mean, we are, you're, you're sick of being at home. You can't stand being around the family anymore. You get to hang out with us. You just don't get to talk. But you can message. Yes. You and can thanks message. for those that do. In fact, one of the games that we're doing this week would not be possible without our wonderful listeners and followers. Okay, so we'll dive into this episode, but first we're going to dive into a beer, and we're drinking a bunch of all-together stuff, um, because that's what we are. What are we drinking first? So I grabbed a Crowler from Wild Mind. Um, it's their all-together West Coast IPA, 6.5 ABV. I think a Crowler is like 8 bucks. For this one, not a bad, not a bad thing, and I think um, a decent portion of the of the proceeds are going to uh, recovery efforts for COVID nineteen. So um, they might shift those uh, funds due to uh, current circumstances certainly changing. Yeah, uh, within the city. So, uh, but yeah, all together hosted by other half brewing. Um, so it's kind of something that uh, a bunch of other breweries are doing around the city too. Yeah, I, a we, bunch we've of talked breweries about are making before. and all together. In fact, we have another one we're going to line up for Modest later. So Yeah, so I like this beer. And guys, the East Coast, West Coast IPA um, fight was won with maybe a first-round knockout by the East Coast IPAs. Um, but I like West Coast IPAs more now than I did when they were in style and in fashion. Like, when everyone was making their West Coast IPA, mm-hmm. I always was like oh these are these are a little much and if you guys remember i mean they were just like trying to be so hop forward like so bitter yeah. it was it, they were all too bitter they you were just it. it was too much and like now that i think that they're like all right we're on the west coast we can still make this style but everybody seems to like what they're doing on the east coast let's let's tone it down a little bit let's balance it. i, I kind of like the west coast ipas more than ever at this point so i like this beer a lot yeah yeah it's very drinkable All right, guys, we're diving into Do We Care? But before we do that, we're going to talk about something we care about. And that is, once again, our beautiful city of Minneapolis, which is at the forefront of the news um, over the last two weeks. Every day. All kinds of crazy things have been happening. All kinds of beautiful protests where people um, have come together to make their voices heard in peaceful protest. And we are setting an example for the rest of the country and actually the rest of the world um, with the people. And, you know, I think that um, politically, Minnesota has been pretty quiet over the last few years. And the turnout in elections has been pretty disappointing. And it seems like uh, a sleeping giant has been awoken here in Minnesota as people are flooding the streets and... um, you know, having their voices be heard in the best way possible, um, loud and peaceful. And so I think this is really cool. And we talked about it a lot last week, so we're not going to dive into it totally. But 
not long before we started recording, we found out that the city council of Minneapolis voted with a veto-proof veto like majority, majority. Yeah. to disband the Minneapolis Police Department as it currently stands. And so um, we don't know what that means yet. Uh, we know that our mayor, Jacob Frey, uh, was booed off the streets for saying that he wouldn't do this just like 12 hours earlier. Yeah. He has to be like, damn it, council. <laughs> no one could have put me in he the was like, I mean, I chat. think he was like, well, let's let's calm down a little bit that's very extreme i don't think we're you know anyone's realistically going to think about doing that let's talk about defunding and you know pot you know reform and all that and then the city council is just like no dude we were serious well i think like, the Whoa. i think the direct question he was asked was like the complete abolition yeah like the like abolish the police department and he was like well, well we're not that doesn't make sense right i think he, he seems he seems very measured in a lot of his responses veering towards the progressive side and i think just at the time being asked on the spot um going that far probably caught him off guard um and that's why he was booed and i i totally get yeah. their anger and their frustration and they felt like the mayor was on their side and then all of a sudden it seemed like well hold on let's listen to the police too and i i, I feel like that just was maybe the wrong response and if he had a little bit more time to you know to to think about it and 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 come up with something a little bit better these might protests better. are political protests but it's right now it's more of a humanitarian and it's an emotion at these things and I don't know if if politicians should show up to these things. It, you can't talk policy at them. You know, it's more just like, you know, a rallying cry to to unite for emotion. And they're asking him policy questions. They didn't like one of his answers. And it was horrible. I mean, I, now I feel they don't, bad they, for the guy. Now they don't want him as the mayor anymore. All of a sudden. Right. And yeah. It's like, it's like, well, if he lost the left, I'm not sure what, what he's got. Well, left, like, but if he would have just maybe gave a canned answer of like, we're looking at all options right now. Like nothing is off sucks, the table. But right. like. But it still wouldn't have been a definitive, like, no, we're not yeah. doing that. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't know exactly his entire history with the MPD and if he has enabled or I know he's talked a big game about being, a, in, you know, in trying to reform and we have new programs, outreach programs, training programs. Well, then none of that fucking worked. Um, but I mean, at least he stood up and he's like, I bet this crowd really wants me to say that I'll abolish it. But I don't believe that. I would be a terrible politician because <laughs> I would be like. The people would be chanting my name, and I would just cave. Like, I'd be like, yes, abolish. Yes, and you're like, we yeah, will, we okay. will. I will do that. <laughs> I promise yes, you. The crowd would be going nuts. I'd, my political party would be like, he's <laughs> so reckless and out of these. You'd terrible. make a great hey, professional wrestler. Hey. Is what you do. <laughs> you know what? You learned something from Gladiator. Win the crowd. Yes. Win yeah. your freedom. Wow. Yeah. You really did. So you watched it. It's amazing. I will say. Um, you know, all of this is really difficult, yeah. and I'm I'm sure that um, all of the super conservatives who listen to our podcast, um, which mm. can't check in, yeah, please. Um, I will say we will give credit where credit is due because we've spent so much time talking about our you know liberal and progressive leaders, but I will give credit to Mitt Romney today. Okay, Mitt Romney, a Republican senator from Utah. Former presidential candidate, also great documentary. Special underwear. Yes, we special love underwear. Great documentary <laughs> on on uh, Netflix. Really, Mitt. it's actually really, really, really interesting. It's him on the campaign trail. Oh wow! And it's an uh, amazing documentary. But Mitt Romney today stood up for what was right, and he marched with the people in um, D.C. 
He was cool. with the people in the crowd. He walked by himself, I believe, with a bunch of people. He posted Black Lives Matter for the first time um, of any Republican senator to do that. So Let's also remember cool. he was the lone Republican to vote for impeachment of Donald Trump. Yeah, so he is... He is I'm he, not giving him credit for all the other shitty policies that yeah. he wanted to enact, but at least maybe he's getting there. And that's a sign of maybe the dam breaking. Well, He's just, doing his own heel turn, baby. I just think that the big thing is like, this is not a political issue. This is a human rights issue. It For should sure. be. And, and, and it's a you, humanitarian You issue. might be listening and being like, damn, Nordy's podcast, like you guys have been so political lately and you guys aren't usually this political. Like maybe we joke once in a while, but we usually keep politics out of what we talk about. But you might be thinking like, damn, you guys have made this into a really political show, but that's because this is different. This is like not an opinion this is a, a right and a right a human right is totally different than an uh, opinion on a policy mm-hmm. or how you should be taxed or governed when someone tells me that they don't believe in gay marriage i'm like well you're wrong there's no political opinion it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a, a human right it is decided by the highest court in the land that this is a right for human beings so there just comes some things in politics where we all should be on the same page there shouldn't be anyone else you're either with the good people of history or you're on the wrong side of history you're either the the people that supported fire hosing little black children trying to get into an all-white school to get an education or you're on the good side of things yeah. so are you are you a fire hoser or are you a good person. Yeah. And that's really the only line in the sand that can be drawn. Yeah. So we'll draw some more lines with some things we talk about, some serious, some silly as we go. But we just wanted to put our two cents in on that. And uh, I'm excited to be um, some people on the forefront of what a new style of policing mm-hmm. um, in America could look like. Something that could be positive, something that could be based on the community, something that doesn't look like stormtroopers, I right. think, would be something that everyone that would, would appreciate. Good. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be, be interesting. We'll we'll keep up with it, and you know, we're, I guess we're still progressive enough to try something brand new here. Yeah. So, do we care? Of course, we care about that. Next up, um, Lovecraft Country. Is that Lovecraft called? Country? So, um, wasn't Lovecraft like that? You know, the sci-fi writer from back in the day. Lovecraft. Okay. No sure. idea. Yeah. What yeah. you're talking about. So I think this is like, okay, so it's Jordan Peele and it's J.J. Abrams producing. So kind of a powerhouse production team. And it's coming to HBO in August, so we should all care instantly. And the trailer looked really good. I don't think you guys got a chance to see it, but I I recommend looking it up. I mean, I don't know why anybody would try to release a trailer right now at all. It it just like got flushed right out of any kind of headlines. Um, But it was really good. It's like, I think it's like in the South. Uh, it's a period piece, probably like right around when segregation was was just starting to, you know, be challenged, and so it's like mostly you know black actors, kind of railing against uh, a double threat: one, horrible racism, and two, crazy, Stranger Thing esque, sci fi R rated, wild shit. That sounds cool. So I mean, it does sound pretty cool. It looks like it's got just crazy production value. Like all the cars are perfect, you know. It just looks, it looks like it's, uh, it looks like it could be pretty good. So I, I'm gonna stay tuned on that one. Can you? Uh, so, in that same vein, talking about like segregation and stuff, can you imagine right now if Dan and Dave's show about what if the South had won the war oh was God. even close to like coming out right now? Dude, like trailers are trying to drop right now. Like, let's say it dropped a month ago. Yeah. 
or two months ago, like how awful that would look. Whoever pulled the plug on that was the most forward thinking decision because I couldn't even imagine an appetite for that even in the next 50 years. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hmm. I don't think that was ever going to really work. The only thing I'm interested in Dan and Dave doing is uh, more Game of Thrones or like a revisionist history of Game of Thrones. No, No. I don't want to see anything from them anymore. What if they were like, we're going to redo season eight? I'd be like, can someone else redo it? (laughs) Why not? Like, can Taika do it? Oh, my God. Can you imagine the change in tone? That'd be a little jarring. He'd, he'd be a character in it, too. Yeah. Like, the silliest one. All right, guys. Uh, last. Do, oh, so it sounds like we all care about that. Yeah. That's gonna be cool. I'm excited. Like that sounds it. cool. Yeah. All right. Finally, uh, do we care? There's not a lot of news. Um, Mark Wahlberg canceled. Okay. So, canceled. Canceled. That's the thing on Twitter where everyone all decides they did something egregious. Yes. They're canceled. Yeah. No one's going to tweet about them anymore except for we're going to tweet about them like crazy only if you say they're canceled yes okay so mark Wahlberg's canceled because um mark Wahlberg is or at least was um and and believe me i am definitely a person who thinks people can change and and can fix their mistakes drew Brees. yeah Yeah, Drew Brees, great example (laughs) that's something in my throat um mark Wahlberg uh in the 80s so this is a long time ago but he's being canceled today because in the 80s he um was charged with a hate crime for chasing little black boys in third and fourth grade two days in a row and throwing rocks at them and calling them the n-word and like doing just terrible things he was charged in a federal court with for and was charged with a hate crime and that has never come out until now well i'll get there in a minute and then two years later in 1986 um he beat up a vietnamese man um, and was calling him out for being Vietnamese as he beat him with a wooden stick. And then beat another Vietnamese man up and later in the day and was like yelling all these like racial slurs at them. And um, yes, people did know about this. I guess people just forgot about it because there's an entire section, like an entire tab on Mark Wahlberg's Wikipedia page called Hate Crimes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, and then he came up doing black music. So that's not cool. Yeah, um, he's not even an also Wahlburger. Who's trying that place? I'm not. I'm not no, trying I'm that good place. on Wahlburger. I will say this. I think it's only an MOA. And um, to me, there's one in uh, um, Maple Grove. That makes sense. Never gonna go to not Maple going, Grove again. Yeah. Not going. No, it's canceled. He's canceled. Canceled. Um, you know, just today, Tory Hunter had that quote where he's like, "I had a no no trade clause only to Boston when I played throughout every team always, and I was very serious about it, not because of the teammates or the leadership there." But because every time I've been there, I've been called the N-word more times than anywhere else in my life. It'll be little kids that'll call me the N-word with their parents sitting right there just like laughing. And there's like, we know that Boston is pervasively racist. Which is so weird because Massachusetts is is quite forward thinking for the most part when it comes to their politics, their education, the different well, things. Hey, no place are cops more important than in Boston. Yeah. And then we got Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Raised in Boston. Marky Mark. So he's going to have some splaining to do um, if we're going to uncancel him because he's got an entire tab on his Wikipedia called Hate Crimes. See you, Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it's just been sitting there, though. Also, can we be honest? When did Mark Wahlberg make a movie that you liked in the past decade? Mm. Can you think of any Mark Wahlberg movies really that you like, period? No. Um. No. 
I mean, we should do an overrated, underrated, properly rated once with Mark Wahlberg. Because, overrated. Um, he's overrated. We just did yeah, it. Dude, yeah. It's done. It's overrated. It's over. I, I don't know a single Mark. I'm sure I'm missing one. Oh, the, ha- was, the Happening? He was in The Fighter. That was okay. That was okay. Yeah. But that it was, was like more... him and his brother were fighting and they like, it was okay. Oh, I was thinking of the boxing movie. Yeah. This was like a MMA, MMA movie yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were like brothers and they and like. it was Christian Bale. No, uh, that's the boxing one. I don't oh. think that was The Fighter. Was it? That, that was Amy Adams oh and Christian the Bale. The Fighter wasn't very good. No, <laughs> I remember The Fighter. That one was bad. That had Joel Edmonton or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we just hate Mark Wahlberg. Okay. I guess he's I'm cool canceled. with him being canceled. Do you I like Mark? I don't have less. Twitter. Can I cancel someone? That's absurd. You don't have Twitter. All right, uh, <laughs> here we go, guys. Uh, that was all we have for news. We do care because we hate Mark Wahlberg now. Okay. Um, Hot Rex. Okay. This is all kind of better late than never stuff. Okay, we're kind of going back in time. I'm going to start with one. Or like, what are we watching? Kind of in that vein. Not necessarily hot, not necessarily hot, hot racks here. So just real quickly, um, I just want everyone to know that a couple weeks ago, Jim told uh, people, we were talking about um, Metal Stand for reality TV. He said Top Chef. And I thought to myself, hell no. That sounds so bad. I've watched so many cooking shows. Cooking shows are terrible. (laughs) I'm crushing Top Chef. I'm watching it every night. Did you know that, Ryan? No, I didn't. Top oh, Chef this is, is great. Beautiful. I'm watching old time Top Chef. I can't stop watching it. It's a great show. Everyone, go check it out. Start early on. There's a million seasons. If we're gonna be stuck at home all summer, then at least we should watch some good and bad cooking. Top Chef is one of mine. Uh, the other one. Uh, How about that? Huh? Actually, actually, I'm gonna have you guys do yours. It's on Hulu. Yeah, so it's on Hulu. Should, I mean, people might actually yeah. want to go check it out Top because now Chef. two of us are recommending. Top Chef. Top Chef is freaking great. It was Go like a running joke until you actually watched it. Yeah, so do it. Um, as in many recommendations we've given to Eric over yeah. the over the years, <laughs> they just <laughs> fall on deaf ears. All right, uh, Jim, what'd you watch? Um, I watched a movie called Doctor Sleep, and um, you know it was pretty good. It's Ewan McGregor. Okay, well, set the background. What is Doctor Sleep? So Doctor Sleep, I, I watched the entire movie. I don't know what Doctor Sleep is, but I can tell you everything. Well, where about did it, where did it come from? So it's a sequel to the Shining book. And the Shining movie. So Stephen King, he even just, I guess it was maybe 10 years ago, wrote a sequel called Dr. Sleep. So it was like, what if little Danny Torrance, who is, you know, haunted and his dad almost killed him, um, they escaped The Shining, uh, the Overlook Hotel, right? Well, he grew up to be pretty fucked up. Imagine that. And, you know, there's a lot of other forces with these powers that he has ahead as a kid. The Shining, the power, the gift. Um, there's other people that prey on that and look for these kids and try to, they're kind of a band of roaming gypsies. Um, and so those are the bad guys. Uh, Danny Torrance is as an adult, Ewan McGregor is the good guy. And he kind of enlists the help of like a young black girl that has like even more powers than he ever did. And I think that if you did not like that movie or if you've never seen it and don't care, this is a skip. The Shining that is? Yes. And I love that movie. Um, one of my favorites ever. And so for me, I think just enough of that stuff was in there. You know, eventually, of course, they go get back into the derelict overlook. You you must, right? Have to. Um, and so there's lots of little cool callbacks. They had scenes where they recast like Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. Um, recast them, which I thought was cool instead of trying any de-aging stuff. And I liked it better because it was, you know, it wasn't them anymore, but it wasn't as distracting as, as sure. CG de-aging. Um, and it was good. I mean, it was... A lot of cool action. Um, it wasn't perfect. It's probably like like a 78. Um, but if you were interested at all in The Shining, which it's a fucking classic, you should probably watch this. So there's my rec. Is it um, like 
true horror or, or is it more like thriller suspenseful? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely scary at times, but it's it's more of like a kind of an action ish, you know, thriller trying to mystery trying to kind of solve, you know, what are these people doing? What are their what what are their powers? Why are they interested in this stuff? Okay, cool. Um, kind of team up stuff. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was it it's it's good. It's not super duper scary, but. They definitely go back to the well a lot on that that creepy old woman from the bathtub, if you remember that scene. And that was what really fucked me up when I saw this movie when I was like 11. And You watched The Shining when you were 11? <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ, I went to well, sleep for read a the month. book first, so I wanted to... Okay. <laughs> Um, I was a weird kid, I guess. But anyways, yeah. So like, then of course I we got to talk to Bill and Marge. Every time I pass the, the bathroom in my house, I'm like, oh god, here she is again. But uh, no, she never showed up. So we're good. Where you're like, you're walking down, and then you get near the bathroom door, and then you sprint across the uh, the a threshold hop yeah. without a look. Hell yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Not too good. for That's that. the move. All right. So is it a wreck? It's a wreck. Yeah. If you've seen The Shining, and if not, skip. Okay. Barter, what have you been watching? So I've been watching a show on Netflix. It used to be on Stars, and then Netflix bought it. Um, it's called Outlander, or The Outlander. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Outlander. Matter. Um, so it is based off of like a romancy style novel. Um, however, it deals with uh, some time travel. It deals with a lot of politicking. It deals with a lot of. I mean, there's some really cool fight scenes. There's some really great. Um, dialogue where it's like two people in a room a la game of thrones and they're sort of trying to mastermind one another um there's so many twists and turns they're like things that happen i don't like shows where i'm like oh i know exactly what's going to happen in the next scene right um a lot of these things like kind of take a left turn um out of the blue and you're just kind of shocked so um i'm all probably like three quarters of the way through season one i'm loving it jimbo you would absolutely, I think, hate this show. What? It's it's a period piece ish. Okay. I mean, when is it set? Is it in like Scotland and like Scotland, 19- like the seventeen hundreds? Whoa! But also in the nineteen fifties. Yes, because of the because is... of the time travel. So does this fall in the list of all the other great romance time travel things, like Time Traveler's Wife and that one with the fucking letters that went in time to like the lake house with Keanu Reeves? And uh, I could probably list. Yeah, like it's not like that more. at all. No, no. So uh, okay, I'll I'll give you just a little snippet without um, ruining any of the plot. So um, Claire, the main character, and her husband are sort of touring this area of Scotland um, in the fifties. Yep, through some magical thing that is kind of explained, but also not. But you just Don't sort of accept it. it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, kind of like dark. Like you know, I mean, yeah, the the cave thing. Um, and then she's transported back to, you know, 1700s Scotland, unbeknownst to her in the middle of nowhere. But then some of the things that her and her husband had explored, and he was like a historian, and he had explained like some of the things that were going on. And so then she was visiting these places that they had sort of toured, um, and remembering things that had happened. Um, and some of his notes on like, oh, this person is actually, you know, not really a good person. And... You know, in the in the show, they're meant to be like this kind of cool person. Um, so anyway, it's it it's all um, like slow, but it's intentionally slow. 
in the way that Game of Thrones kind of was slow. Yeah. And then the big moments are very big, but then the rest of it, you know, is kind of all like slowly building. Like it's a, it's a very slow moving snowball down the hill. But I really enjoy the show. I've talked about it too much. Let's move on. Well, okay. Okay, guys. Check it out. So I officially hit the, the TV wall this week. Um, <laughs> uh, we've heard that before. I really hit it hard. So <laughs> um, you're digging down. Like, I'm just like searching. Like I, I was going through like HBO and then I was going through Hulu and I was going through Amazon. And then I was going through Netflix and I was going back through Hulu and then I went back to Netflix. And then I was like, all right, so this show has been showing up on my, you should watch this for like nine months. It's called designated survivor. Okay. So let me sell designated survivor to you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, it's house of cards meets, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Okay. Okay. But it's written by Adam Sorkin. I don't know how to put that Venn diagram Adam together. Adam Sorkin? Is it Andy Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin. No, I think his brother Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but the idea of it's really cool. Um so I I thought it was a Netflix original show. So I was like, okay, you know, it's got um, Jack Bauer. What's his name? Uh, Jack Bauer. Barter, come on. You got to get this. Jack Bauer. Who is he? Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. So he's he's playing like this low-level cabinet member, the the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Okay. Okay. And at the very beginning- Is that Ben Carson's job? Yes. Currently? Okay. yes. Yes. He's so Ben Carson. I, can I just watch it and imagine this is Ben Carson yes. the whole time? So he is- um, like this independent who's like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Like he's a good man in politics. And so it's not Ben Carson. He's considered, <laughs> he's considered, <laughs> he's the designated survivor for the state of the union. So he has to stay back in like a secure location while the state of the union goes on. But what happens is the feed cuts and then everybody gets blown up. The Capitol gets blown up. The president, the vice president, the house, the Senate, everyone gets oh blown up. Oh my God. So the whole government just disappears in like a minute. Isn't so, that what Guy Fox was trying to do? Yeah, but yeah, with Parliament, yeah. And so um, they blow up the whole thing, and now he has to be rushed to safety because he is the next in line as the designated survivor to be the president. But he was never going to be a president. He was never He was a like politician. 40th in line. Yeah, like he's so far down the list. And so he gets rushed to the White House in the middle of the night and sworn, as, sworn in as the president of a country who just got hit by a terrorist attack and all of their government is gone. Okay. So Premise? I'm like, cool. I'm is, like, this, is this episode one? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, damn, this show is pretty cool. Like, I'm into this. Like, it's a little cheesy. The dialogue's kind of bad, but like, I could do this. And then, you know, I still, I and do, you're still thinking this is a Netflix original. I thought this was a Netflix okay. show at this time. So I was like, I was like, you know, it's not good, but like, I could do. So this. the commercial cutaways didn't. The commercial cutaways, I started being like, maybe they bought it from someone, (laughs) but I don't know. And so they, you know, I'm watching the show and the whole idea is like, there's, they're trying to figure out who did it. And you know, there's some conspiracy at play. Um, And so they're kind of trying to figure that out. Um, I didn't realize until I was like six episodes in and I thought that. I was like, damn, I must have watched almost all of season one. And then I looked and there was 22 episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's when you're like, network. Oh, this, yeah, network, network. And then yeah. I was like, oh, so then I looked it up and it was an ABC show from 2016. Uh, just had season three. There's like 50 some episodes. Now, I will tell you guys, you're like, dude, 
Eric, you're so lame. I can't believe you're watching this crappy ABC show. And you continued past that point. What? But I will tell you, it was my last week of school and I had a lot of grading and emails and stuff to do. So I, like I've told you, I like to throw on just crappy television because if it's good television, I will not work. And if it's bad television, I will just mostly work just and on kind in the of background. pay attention. Yeah. I watched all of season one and it was... It was bad. Are these <laughs> are these thirty minute episodes or is this? They're an, like forty minutes. Yeah, maybe. yeah, okay. You and subtract the commercials. And, yeah, yeah. It's about forty minutes. I watched twenty two. I watched twenty two episodes. Um, oh my god! There, there are moments that are really cool, but overall, it's just terrible acting, terrible writing, terrible dialogue. Um, now, this is one of the best shows to come out of network TV. I mean, at least as far as you know, people consider what they're doing. Um, so if it still sucks, that says, well, not 20, good 24 might've been, but I don't think but that was show. over. I mean, yeah, that was, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not, it's for network television. It's not terrible. Like it's, it's a B minus to lost. So, I mean, it's not horrible TV, but like, I'm going to give my rec to people here right now. Okay. This is a, Hey, I'm at home. I am with my parents. They can't take care of themselves or, I whatever for whatever reason you're hanging out with people who don't like really complicated television and they love you know political and police dramas. Okay. If you like those shows, you're gonna like this show. Yeah. If you like network TV show police dramas, which I'm sure forty percent, fifty percent of the people who listen to our podcast love those shows, you're gonna freaking like this show. It's, people people apparently love them because they make them all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's cheesy and the dialogue's bad, but like there's a national disaster every episode. There's espionage and spying and secret organizations, and it's kind of fun, but it's mostly terrible. That's so. why people love the the Hawaii Five O remake, or uh, no, yeah, Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Because there was like a nuclear threat. Scott Con baby. Every week on Maui. Like it was just like constantly. Do you guys remember was, when they tweeted at everyone, sent an emergency alert to their phones and you're going to die? Yeah. No. In Hawaii? You don't remember that? It was like, was like three, three years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like the, the alarms were yeah. going off. It's like, like this is not an emergency. Yeah. Imminent yeah. missile threat or something <laughs> yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I will say um, this show is totally uh, overboard and mostly bad. But if you like network TV dramas, this is a fastball down the middle of the plate. <laughs> Adam like, Sorkin's best. Adam Sorkin <laughs> at his finest. All right, guys. Before we dive into uh, more things to watch, uh, we have another beer in front of us. Uh, this one's going to be a little harder to talk about because it's also all together. Yeah. But it's from a different place. What are we drinking this Well, it's time? one of these things, right? So everybody gets to make their own versions of it. So um, Modest has now done two of them. This is a New England double IPA. 8.1%, so it's a big boy. Um, and yeah, it's a double altogether. And it's it's good. It's Oh, this is benefiting the northstands.org. And I, yeah, I, I like, like this one. one a lot. Yeah, I like both of them. I really enjoy these beers. Um, they're not complicated. They're just like really good two-style beers. They smell incredible. Like double this IPA, so this one's delicious. I mean, you know, Modest, they're our, they're our, they're our best friends. They're our buddies. I love Modest. So yeah, we will drink it. Yeah, support these. Go get these. These companies are doing great work. And what's so crazy is they're doing great work and they're doing great things in the community. And they're some of the companies that have been affected the most. I mean, they've had to shut down production or at least their tap rooms. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've had to scrape by just to get by here. And they're still doing great work for the community. When I picked these up, Nerdy was there again. Mm -hmm. Nerdy is the best. Yeah. 
just just crazy how much he's working on and, this stuff. And modest is the best. Like just oh, their their amount of community outreach that they've done and fundraising and food drives and all of that and supply drives, I guess would be a better term. Yeah. For people affected by everything that's going on. I, I, I don't think I've seen a brewery that's done as much as modest at this point. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna move on to another one. This is a challenge for you listeners. All right. So um Jim and I love Dark so much. Love it. Like it's one of my favorite shows ever. I mean, it's it's brilliant, truly brilliant. You might have to, you don't have to be brilliant to watch it or enjoy it, but you have to be committed. It's rewarding. It's rewarding. And so, challenge to you guys. Um, Jim already started his rewatch. I'm going to start it this week. Season three, the final season. So it's not like you're watching a ton of the show. No, three it's, seasons total. There's season- only 18 episodes so far, and I think this will probably be well. We don't know, eight or ten. It won't be more than that, probably for. And this the is coming. This is coming out on uh, June 27th. Right. So your days are numbered to get going on this. Watch those first two seasons while you're at home over the next two and a half weeks, and um, we're going to do the same. We're going to watch those. We're not going to go through it with you guys. We've talked about dark at great length. We even brought up to Andy Greenwald who didn't watch it. That was awkward, <laughs> Son <of a> bitch. <laughs> but, uh, but he's yeah. probably not smart enough. I don't know. But dark, I mean, it's a great show. It's on Netflix. Um, it's in German. Uh, we won't judge. Um, Jim, you watched it in German. So the first time I watched it all the way through, uh, German and then I used, you know, English subtitles Yeah, and I always think that's better, and it was definitely better with this, although this time I'm doing with the dubs because it's a little bit less intense. You can sort of look at your phone or walk around the room without having to stare at the screen to read. So I thought on the rewatch, let's do that, and it's a really good dub. Like, they do a great They job. sound really good. It's not doesn't make it cheesy, um, but you can definitely tell that you know when they're rewriting these scripts so that they can be recorded, they have to change literally all of the dialogue because it has to be short enough to fit in how fast, how much the actor's lips are moving, right? I've never thought of that, but it's and so, so true. you know, with subtitles, they can just write the whole thing out, have a much more literal translation. So I've, I've, I've had some cheesy moments with the dubs that I, the first time through, like the show is not fucking cheesy, dude. It's like no. production value is fantastic. The acting is perfect. The writing is, is great. Um, it's too serious to be cheesy, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, either way is fine. I, the only voice prefer... that's a problem is the power plant guy with the dark hair. Oh yeah, the older guy, right? The the guy that's in charge. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I haven't. Every noticed, time but... he talks, I'm like, whoa! That doesn't they fit. blew that guy's voice so badly. <laughs> but yeah, they nail it. The rest of it's really good. What a show! So please go watch Dark. Season three comes out at the end of the month. It's going to be must watch television. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch two two seasons in the next two and a half weeks is, you'll watch them in three days i'm not worried about you is season two better than season one uh i think so yeah, yeah. well i mean it's it's easier to watch right i because watched you've... season two episode one and i was so bored i was That's so crazy. unbelievably bored i mean i can get like you know if you watch three episodes and you, you know you just are like dude there's too many characters there's too many timelines i understand maybe it's not for you and that's okay but i, I promise if enough. you do stick with it no you are <laughs> dude are you kidding me you and Sonny were like predicting the entire show when you were watching she it. She was. Yeah, I wasn't. That was crazy. So it's just like there's a lot of named characters and they all have different relations with each other and different connections. And then they go back 33 years to 86 and then they go back another to 53. And it's like, all right, you're trying to track their grandparents at this point. So it is uh, a very heady show, but it's totally worth it because they have plotted out and thought of 
every single possible detail. In fact, the other day I was watching it, I realized a new detail. So I was like, well, it's kind of weird. Why do you have to jump back 33 years? But they explain, and I had missed this, that the universe resets to its exact position every 33 years. And so you'd have to go back 33 years or you'd go back in space or in time and you'd be floating out in space because the earth wouldn't be where it was. So if you have to go exactly 33 years that's back crazy. or forward, that's fucking so smart. The level so of smart. detail that's in the show and the plan for it to finish. I mean, I think we talked about this before, but the fact that they had things written down for the date in the show for June 27th, mm-hmm. 2020. Literally. And yeah. they had that, you know, three, four years ago, whenever the first season came out. And that's when it's dropping now, the final season. It's just... It's the exact opposite of like, well, let's see how many episodes we can make. Let's hope we don't get canceled. Let's try to go for 10 seasons if we can, if people are still into it. We'll just wrap it up when they start to it's like the play the music, you know, the wrap up of... speech music. Well, we'll just kind of stutter to the end. Dude, they, they were always going to do three seasons from the very jump. And it's, I just so appreciate that. It's the opposite of uh, The Walking Dead. It's the opposite of The Walking Dead, yes. <laughs> or Designated Survivor. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Except I will say, season three, they moved down to 10 episodes. So I was like, maybe I should just watch season three. Really? Yeah, you should. Just jump forward. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, next up, Marvel Rewatch. We watched Black Panther. Hell yeah. Black Panther. Ubon Boy. Yeah, what a good movie. I really liked it. I still liked it. I liked it the first time. I liked it the second time. I will say this. Um, out of all the Marvel movies we've watched, this is the one that I cannot watch with my kids. It is way more brutal than any of the other ones. There's it's, way more it's violent. There's way yeah. more guns, just shooting people, killing them, shooting them in the head, um, all that shit. Whereas like in Captain America, the guys have guns and then he throws a shield at them and they don't get to shoot anybody. And, and even his his guard, the female guard is stabbing the spears, people. They're stabbing yeah. people, cutting people. I mean, the one on one combat between just two men, it's not even superhero stuff. They're right. literally in like loincloths. Yeah, because they have their their powers stripped at that point. Fighting with swords and knives and I mean it's violent. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I was watching it, I noticed the brutality and the violence of this movie. And in, it makes the movie better. It, it does. Makes, it makes it For seem, adults, absolutely. But it is an adult Marvel movie, I think, for sure. And it's dealing with some some serious topics of race and resources. And, you know, it felt like everyone should be watching this movie right now. Yeah. I agree. And as I was watching it, a couple things stood out. One, Andy Serkis is fantastic yeah in that um in his role oh uh, i thought it was i think but, he's if you had to tell me ask me right now if he was andy circus overrated properly or under i think i would probably say he's a little overrated okay anyway so I'm sorry I, no I, I'm sorry I, that was your first take i, I liked his <laughs> i just such a dick i like the way he played his character yeah though. like just kind of he's over so, the top super memorable yeah. yeah um the other thing was like uh, this is gonna seem a little bit weird but the Michael B. Jordan character could not be more apropos for what is happening in society today. Mm-hmm. I think if this film came out five months ago, it would be it would feel even more powerful than it did when we watched it in what was it 2018? I think mm-hmm. is when it originally came out. And Michael B. Jordan's character of like, nope, burn it, burn it all, and like yeah. all, that felt so real. Like it felt so today, um, and not only that, like Michael B. Jordan, I didn't think um, I forget his character's name in the show, uh, Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah, Eric Killmonger. Eric, yeah. Um, I should have remembered. That's what I um, should call myself. Uh, 
I didn't really like him as a bad guy the first time I watched this. Like I thought it was like a little silly and and over the top. And then when I watched it again, I was like, man, he he absolutely crushed it. I thought he um, looked so cool. Oh and my just god, with all the believable, with all the little you know dots on his body and stuff like that. Like just everything about him felt threatening a lot more than it did the first time that I watched it. So um, I, I I I like this movie better than I did the the first time I saw it in theaters, and I loved it in theaters. Yeah. And I right now I give it a 93-94. I loved it. I'd put it up there. I think that the the best part about him is that you agree with everything he's saying. Yep. But you don't really agree with his methods. Correct. Right. He's he's just too angry. He's too violent. But everything he's saying, you're like, well, yep, dude, he's right. Condon, the nationalist, like ultimate nationalist policy, as in nobody even knows that they could help, is horrible. Right. I mean, like, you get it. And like, he opens their it. eyes. I mean, he, yeah. he does great stuff. He's an amazing villain because he's not he really like a, a lasting villain. positive change. Yeah, he's a family member. I mean, he's... He's not he's really a villain. He's just screwed over. He's just pissed that they're doing things wrong. And if he just... If he... I, you know what I mm-hmm. kept thinking to myself? I wish this was a conflict-free movie where he just made his way to Wakanda and changed their politics as like an advisor to T'Challa. Yeah. <laughs> they could have been like... Like they were cousins and they didn't yeah. have a lot of other family. If he so. was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one of these flowers. You'll also be a Black Panther now. And you're going to keep me in line when I'm wrong. Yeah. And then they were both Black Panther. Yeah. I think I would have liked that movie even more. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, that stuff was uncomfortable. Um, how about how good is M'Baku? Baku's great as Man Ape, fantastic. Um, I didn't the ending, and there's been a lot of people that complain about the CG, heavy CG for a movie that we talked about was so brutal and real and felt visceral, and you know there's these guys like battling out to the death, and then you go into two CG entirely CG characters in an entirely CG space with the train, yeah, and it looked like they were. It, it, do you guys remember we were talking about the Matrix Reloaded and like the the floppy noodle people when they were fi- when oh, yeah. he was fighting yeah. like a hundred smiths um i mean that's what this looked like and it it stalled the movie for me right at the end it, there and then, yeah, of course they have a great death scene and they have this moment and then that the you know post credits are good but dude the setting they, the this, setting sun and black panther in general the action looked better when he was in civil war Yes. They used so they used a real suit then with just a little bit of CG on him and in this movie they did, mostly did all CG for his body and you could tell it wasn't as good. Yeah, I agree. It was like they were in a, like a Daft Punk music video or something yeah, and it, it just it did, it didn't really work. It was a video um, game cutscene at that point. But I think the 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 impact like the 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 fight itself is more important than what it looked like, yeah. right? Um cuz it's two ideals um coming to a head. So um, you're 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 absolutely right. That's why you knock it down a little bit, you know, to the 94. Um, otherwise, the movie would be almost perfect. So, a couple just quick notes that I had. Um, was this not just a James Bond movie for all the superhero stuff? I mean, he's dapper. He's goes out on missions. He has, you know, Q, which happens to be his sister in this. She's got all the the tech. Here's your new tech, James. I mean, uh, Black Panther. And you go out in your missions. I mean, that was just crazy that it was like an African James Bond. Yeah, um, I, I totally think I liked up that. On that. I think I liked that. I liked it a lot, too. I totally did. Um, and then the other thing I'll just say is like... You also just mentioned like Eric's favorite character of all yeah. times. But that's know? what he is. And he was he was, he was was awesome. I mean, you know. Um, and then the last thing I, I, I noticed, and I want to bring this up, is... Okay, so we all know Black Widow, spoiler alert, 
is dead. She's not going to be in any future movies. Did they not push? How many times did they say, Lupita is a spy. Iris, oh, I'm a spy. And then at the end, he's like, I have a new way that you might be able to help. I do think that, it, at least in Black Panther 2, and if not in the universe uh, uh, bigger, they may give her kind of a black a widow type of role. That'd be great. Yeah. I would love that. I can see that I'm happening because she was really good. She's she was great. great. I would give it a 93. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, 92 for me right in really there. Really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, they did a great job with this, and I feel like they tackled a difficult task yeah. of making a movie about Africa, about you know black rights, black power, this character who is so important to this this universe, and you know changing a not very diverse franchise into one that is more diverse. Yeah, is, and is, doing it the right tricky. way with a, a black director, black I was just writers, say, fully black cast. They let black people do it. Yeah, exactly. Which and is it, what should be done. And, and it turned out perfect. Did a great job. So I, I love it. I thought it was great. And now next up. Can't wait. Uh, it's we all get started. Infinity War next. So that's this week's. So watch it with us. Get on Disney Plus. Watch Infinity War. Do we only have three left. We have Infinity War. We have Captain Marvel. We and have Endgame. Endgame. And we have oh, Home- Home- and, Homecoming. Uh, Homecoming. Which is oh, no, going to no, be. No, uh, far, far from, from home. home. Which is no. going to be, as it was for all of us, a little bit of a. Ah, okay. Sure. It's like a post credit scene. I'm, in the whole thing. I'm not <laughs> excited about um, Captain Marvel. I know. I actually just watched that recently. I. I'm not going to promise that I'm going to watch it again. I watched it you maybe don't need to. a month and a half ago. Um, I think I maybe even have my own notes from it. But yeah, no. So that one's, you know, whatever. But dude, we get to we get to wrap this thing up. I can't wait. Infinity War is going to be incredible. Yeah. All right, guys. Here we go. The moment everyone's been waiting for. Northeast Rates. Can't wait. It's a game everyone's been asking for more of. Um, we had tons of people submit them. I picked 10 this week. Um, we'll take some of the leftovers from this week and any other ones you guys add in for next week. Um, so if you didn't get one in, keep trying. There's plenty of good ones that we didn't pick. Um, so the rules of this are, it has to be our personal opinion. Okay. So, um, you know, Ryan can't say, well, Sonny likes this. So blah, 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 blah. Pearson nut rolls are really popular. So I'm going to be like, you know, it needs to be your your own personal opinion on this. Only your opinion. And that's the only rule of this. Okay. Got it. Um, And it's one out of one out of a hundred is one to a hundred. Okay. So here we go. We're going to go through 10 of them. One I'm really excited about uh, and topical and timely here. Taylor Swift. Ooh. Okay, well, you clearly have an opinion. Ready I'll go, to go. first. Taylor yeah, Swift. You, I'm gonna love... go. I'm going T Swift. Ninety one. Oh my god! T Swift. No idea. T Swift. You are definitely younger than us, and then I remember T Swift. Sometimes it comes is out. Is my know? age, I think, or like one year younger, maybe. Um, she is the biggest music star in the world. Is she really? Who's bigger? KSI. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Is it KSI? BTS. No. no. BTS. Yeah, the, the Korean <laughs> PSY. The PSY. Psy? Psy. Psy? Okay. Opa. No. One, direc- one, one Direction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so T-Swift. You kids on the block. T-Swift duking it out with Donald Trump on Twitter this week, which I thought was cool. People always tell um, celebrities and musicians to shut up and dribble, especially if they're black. But to everyone, stay out of politics. And then they're like, you're going to lose so many fans. And I love when these people do not care. Um, 
T-Swift has duped it out with everyone from Kanye West and Kim Kardashian to President Trump, and she's more powerful than ever, and I think that she has been a positive role model for young girls um, for well over a decade at this point. Also, her music is pretty damn good for pop music. It's really bad. T-Swift, I'm going 91. Okay, so I don't like the music. Um, first, it was like shitty country, and then it was like really generic pop. Um, but I, as a person and a leader and all the other things you said, and she doesn't personally offend me. She doesn't really do anything that bothers me. So I'm going to give her a 77, okay? That's a great score. Well, it's not like I I hate it. Yeah. I mean, how can hey. you be super pissed off about something, Taylor? But like her last song, it's like, need to calm down. Like that is one of the worst songs I've ever been it was subjected all, to. It was all about Twitter. Gay rights. No, it wasn't. It was There was one line in there about gay rights. The whole that was music like, video was gay rights. Okay, the music video. I didn't see the it. whole song. The, is about the gay song rights. is no. The song is about <laughs> wait, 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 people wait, wait. are com- people are too mean to me on Twitter. That's what the fucking song hold is on, about. Hold on, we're still making music videos. Oh hell yeah, yeah. baby! No, 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 no. I think I think you're, you're probably you're, getting more views than ever. I think that you're confusing. I think the song you're trying to think of is the me song, which was like me ee, which was like the worst song of okay, the last then they year. Were, that, those are two separate songs. Yeah. She's the worst. I'm dropping my score. <laughs> no, seventy-seven. I'm good, Ryan. So I've seen Taylor Swift live. Have you seen Taylor Swift <laughs> oh, live? No. Oh, no. So I saw her. Uh, she was at WeFest in 2007. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was when she was still doing country. So I, I commend her for being able to get out of that niche and start actually like making the music that she wants to True. for the most part. Um, she's a very talented musician. She was playing like 10 instruments. Like she was grabbing different guitars. She was playing drums. I was kind of impressed with okay. her like musical prowess in that regard. The song itself was like you know crap. Like yeah. that overall, it wasn't that great. But um, just her as a musician was pretty cool to see. All right. um, I think she was even like 18, 17 at the time. So like very young, talented musician. Um, she does this thing every Christmas where she buys like tons and tons of gifts and sends them out to like random fans. And I'm, I'm not talking like gifts like oh here's a some chocolate and stuff. yeah like my, she yeah. she sends like nintendo switches and playstation 4s and like uh, like all kinds of cool stuff that like uh people had on their wish list um and fulfills all that and she literally like fills up like rooms and rooms of her house um wrapping all of these gifts and sending them out so that's really cool um like you said eric all the things you mentioned uh i'm gonna go 84 Dang, (laughs) we love (laughs) T-Swift. I can't believe mine was the lowest score. (laughs) We love T-Swift. Also, um, uh, I love that she had the last laugh in the Kanye West drama this year. So if you guys remember, um, there was the whole Taylor's great and whatever, but who was it? Beyonce. Beyonce had the greatest Beyonce video, had the of, greatest all time video and... of all time. Blah, blah, blah. No disrespect to Taylor. And, you know, everyone hated Kanye for that. You're right. Then Kanye makes a song about Taylor Swift. There's the phone call released by Kim Kardashian getting Taylor Swift's approval. Right. And then it's to all To say, about, like, I might, I might fuck her and I, I yeah. made that bitch famous. Me and Taylor and... still might have sex. I made that bitch famous. Yeah. And then Taylor, like, a year and a half or two years later, drops the whole phone call. Yeah. This year completely making Kanye and Kim look like criminals and, and, they, and terrible they people. And they lied. They lied. They yeah, lied. They it's lied. horrible. So, so, yep. Oh, team, shocking. Team, I know. I know. We're Team T-Swift. We're Team Swift. All right. Uh, next up, um, Swifty. Bird Calls. Bird Calls? <laughs> <laughs> so are these, I love it. Are these bird calls made by people or like 
the calls oh, by the birds themselves. Let's interpret how we want. Okay. Well, I thought right away of people doing a bird call. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I'm sorry to anybody that like hunts and fishes and all that stuff. I don't really do that, but I, I'm fine with it. But like, it's it pretty fishing? annoying. Well, okay. The fishing. There's not <laughs> many fish calls. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, I'm just saying like the people that are always like working on their lock, like all that shit's kind of annoying. So I'm gonna go. This is serious. <laughs> I'm going. Um, I'm gonna go a 57 on bird calls made by humans. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know if it's like I instantly thought it was uh, humans making bird calls. But that's like, what I thought. Maybe too. it's someone who likes to sit outside and listen to birds call. Um, I'm gonna also go. Which with, would be more annoying. I'd probably drop my score if that was what it was. I, I feel like I'm being too harsh, but I also don't want to change my number to appease people. I'm going bird calls made by humans, 27. Oh, my God. I, I'll split the difference. I'll go 40. Like, I don't care. I literally don't care. <laughs> no, I know. I feel bad. We just offended someone. If, if someone was like, hey. Up, actually, somebody like my buddy Shane, I was hanging out with the other night. He loves birds. He probably knows multiple bird calls and uses them to draw in rare species to view. Um, sorry to Shane, but it's, I'm sticking with my score. If someone was like, hey, do you want to hear my uh, my Blue Jay? Be like, no. I would say I no. Don't. I would say no, thank you. I don't. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next up, jean shorts. I love jean shorts. I know you. You're wearing them now. I'm wearing jean shorts right now. I love jean shorts. They don't look good, but they feel good. Hmm. And uh, here's the best part about jean shorts. I'm going to make a, I'm gonna make a, a, a callback to uh, our Instagram yesterday. Okay. Jean shorts make me think of... The Texas rattlesnake himself, Stone oh. Cold Steve Austin, who all the racists thought because he was a professional wrestler playing a stupid hick Texan uh, who wanted to beat up his boss and drove a truck and drank beer, that he must be he must be racist. racist. And they posted this stuff about the Confederate flag and what it means, and then he responded in character, in all caps, in yeah. all caps, as Stone Cold Steve Austin tearing this woman apart and just crushing people who like the confederate flag and talking about who cares what you think it means because african-americans think it means hate and it does so yeah, don't give me this like history lesson or whatever like we know what it is and what it means to, to people that aren't you and first of all it was great let's get back to jean shorts for a yeah. moment um jean shorts i'm gonna give uh, it a George? 60 a 65 i feel like i'd give a 65 to shorts i don't like that much but that's fine it's your scale yeah 65. i mean i'm gonna give it a 65 because i don't like them that much jean shorts they're above average i like jean shorts and yeah i will say that like a lot of my jeans over the years you get the holes in the knees and it's nice to be able to convert them over Ooh, converted but jeans now jean shorts? But it doesn't say cut off jean shorts which i do feel is a whole subcategory with its own implications you want to talk about those you guys are way too high you got some feelings way too jean, high jean shorts are a 35 65. Uh, Can I change my score? Because I do think I gave it a little high. I think, yeah, but just if you feel good about it, I feel like you're going to feel bad about this. This is. Dude, I'm going to go with a 53. Okay. It's not just above average. Just slightly above average. One one quick side note. When you were reading the, the text from Stone Cold. He's one of those characters where, like, you could hear him <laughs> in your head as you're like, and you sons of bitches. Like, you yeah, could just yeah, hear so his I voice. I was, I yeah. was Stone Cold that's reading the it. bottom line. I was Stone Cold reading it, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah it was perfect. Um, so, so far, we love T-Swift. 
Um, we don't like bird calls, and we think jean shorts are average. Okay. All right, uh, next up, Middle Eastern Grub. Ooh. Okay, so I'll, go, I'll go first on this one. Their yeah, examples one. were sambusas, gyros, etc. There's so much different Middle Eastern food. What do you think? Um, it's a 93 Holy across the board for fuck. me, dude. You get some of this, like some of that, like Middle Eastern rice, or if we're gonna even throw in like Indian curry and mm-hmm. naan, yeah. And you want to throw in the gyros? I'm going, I'm going. It has to be. It has to be west of India. But but still, I mean, there's a lot of that. There's curry. Okay. There's still curry. Sure. Okay. So let's throw it in there. We're saying euros. Are we saying like Mediterranean? Like are uh, we because euros naf style? Yeah. Oh my god. The naf naf grill. Just just. Can they sponsor us already? Because they're falafel. Excellent. Give me all the pita. Give me yeah. everything. Give me tzatziki sauce. I just like that Miss jasmine me? rice with a bunch of stuff oh, in it. And like the miss the me with the garlic the stuff. The tahini. Oh no, I take it. I like that too. You can hit me. with Oh no, no, no. What's the, any what's the yo- other one? Any yogurt sauce? No, no, no. They're, they're not the not the no, garlic not tahini. Tzatziki. Tahini is the, tzatziki. the sesame seed. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty good. Anyway, so but there's there's one sauce so that I'm not super high. fond of, but everything else is top notch for me. You get you get a fresh gyro where they cut it right off the thing onto mm-hmm. a warm pita with a little extra onion, a little lettuce, a little tzatziki. It's the I mean, perfect meal. It's phenomenal. Meal. It's phenomenal. Okay, what score are you giving it, Jim? Okay, so I mean, as far as like my favorite f- like foods, regional, whatever, global foods, I probably put Mexican food and Italian food above it. After that, I think I can squeeze in Middle Eastern food. We have a ton of great examples around here in the Heights. So in, many. In, in but not, Northeast Minneapolis. But not Holy not Land. Holy Land. Ooh, rough, oh, rough, rough, rough week punch. for Holy Land. Holy. Did you hear about this? No. Holy Land, Dude, uh, the, daughter the daughter of the owner who worked there. It was like she's in charge of all events and stuff. Racist like, posts. But not just like slightly like racist brutal. or out of touch. It was like top three races you'd like to exterminate blacks jews and fat people and okay yeah. never yeah. buying holy land yeah. it was crazy yeah. so Can then they, can- they fired her so we're canceling holy land it, it is canceled, canceled unfortunately in fact midtown global market kicked him out yeah like wow. that's how bad it is and then the dad like had his own racist shit which come on you don't really whatever give me big it. give me big so, marina all day there you go give so, me big marina but so for me all I, day. I think that i'm gonna put it at like like 87 um, because I want to leave some room for some of my other favorite uh, global foods. I think you guys are both a little high. Um, like it. Um, giving it a 71. Um, my only issue is there's just too many times that I'm eating it and I don't know what I'm eating. It's so not always what? a problem. No, I, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but like just everything is in kind of a similar brown sauce. I don't really know what's in there. Sometimes I eat what I think is meat. Not sure what meat it even is. Mm. Um, it's all good, but it's all it's a little repetitive is but my dude, one thing but euros i love euros i mean euros uh, as a sandwich uh, i mean you I could say that about chinese it. food too like does yeah. the does the duck sauce differ from the sweet and sour sauce that much like to your discernible I like palate it. 71 is definitely well above average at least okay. you like it more than jean shorts yeah that's positive that's true that's good I, I like it um it's 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 good i don't know if it's as good as you guys say but i i'm definitely a fan so we do like middle eastern grub all right next up bob's burgers the show uh, it's a it's a thirty four for me. It's pleasant. It's cute. There's some nice little characters. Ultimately, pretty boring. Um, a little too safe for me. And uh, it's something that I could not stick with. Although I've had it pushed on me, like it was, you know, mm-hmm. heroin okay. or something. I think like, I've watched a combined total of seven minutes. So okay. I'm gonna give it like a twenty five. Okay, Bob's Burgers. Okay, I would like Bob's Burgers if it wasn't. 
um, they took Bob and what they did is they just copied Randy Marsh, mm-hmm. but they just made him a, a network television version of Randy Marsh as Bob. Yeah, and, and a chef. Yeah, um, right. Because it is it is a an edgy PG. That's it's about an where edgy it's PG. It's he's just Randy Marsh right down to the mustache and the haircut. I also can't stand his voice. No, I love that guy's voice. That guy's I know H. John Benjamin is great. Yeah, I don't like the way he plays Bob though. Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna make the bur- like he he doesn't let uh, the I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the burgers. I don't like it doesn't go, doesn't, do. like, it doesn't go through his nose. Yeah, thirty eight. We hate Bob's. Burgers. We don't like Bob's wow. burgers. I don't say we hate it. It's just not not. It's below average. It's not. For All us. right. Next up, corner groceries. Well, I. I have corner grocery by us. Do you ever stop by there, Eric? Never. Zero You've times. You've never been in there? Not once. It's like the big stop. It's called the big stop. I've never been Sarners. there in my life. Oh, I've been in there. We, I'm, I'm buddies. The, the guy one time, I, try, I, I tried to buy an onion, and I didn't have... I only had a credit card. I'm like, fuck, dude. And he's like, you come in here sometimes, right? I'm like, yep. He's like, you can take it. So he gave me the onion, which was great. And oh, then the next time like I was more. in, I gave him like probably 20 cents tip. <laughs> I gave him... <laughs> I gave him... It's the cost like, of Keep the change. That's the interest. I like it. Um, all the food generally is old and shitty, really overpriced, um, but it's convenient. It's we so need, I can walk over there with the kids. We need that emergency ice cream sandwich or something. And they do yeah, have the yeah. nice double cooler of ice cream treats. Yeah. So, dude, I'm going to give the corn. I mean, and in some areas, like in you know New York City or something, they probably have a totally different opinion. Like the bodega is massive there. You need them. Because you can't just get in a fucking cab all the time and go across out of the city to a Whole Foods. Um, all right, I'm going to give it uh, a 65. After a lifetime in the suburbs, um, I understand their importance. I never go to them. I think they're overall positive. I'm going to give it a 51. Just barely well, speak I, that A 50 is not allowed, so... A 50 is not allowed? In my opinion, okay. for me personally. You should make an opinion. It's either a 49 or a 51. I'm going 51. Okay. Yeah, I'll go sixty. That's fine. Right. I, I I don't really have an opinion. I haven't really shopped at them that much. Didn't so. you live above one in South for a long time? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did you have the. How was that one? Oh, it's the, I mean, it's the most convenient one of okay. all. Okay, but like you said, no. But what they would do is they would go to Cub and they would or Rainbow yeah. and they would buy the stuff that was on sale and then sell it in their store for twice the price. Yeah, that's a convenient And so, charge. like, if you wanted, you know, bacon, it was gonna be nine bucks. Yeah, you know, so. That's yeah, don't go in there to like grocery shop. You no, no, go no. Because you already grocery shop. You ran and you out of toilet paper. Yeah, and you miss something you really need some important milk. on the list. Or like you're hungover and you need a Coke Zero or something like that. Like Whatever that's, does it. It's convenient. Okay, next up, coffee. Ooh, coffee. coffee I'm gonna go with so a 100. <laughs> you, you, yeah, okay. a 100. I just love coffee. It's a necessity. A I love 100. It. Coffee is a 100. Can you? So 100. I almost want you to try to name other things that are 100, but we, you know, then we might spoil something in the future. So yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Um, you know, coffee is fantastic, dude. Cold coffee, hot coffee, I love it all as long as it doesn't have too much like uh, floofy shit in there. I like it, you know, mostly just black coffee. Except for yep. that, uh, your white chocolate order, man. Don't give me that. Oh, Don't give me that. But that's if I see if I'm gonna add if I'm gonna take a regular <laughs> like cold brew coffee, and then I'm gonna add more caffeine to it. Then I also do need to add something to take so, that bitter off. So when Jimbo and I worked together, there was a caribou that was very close to the to the office and every once in a while we would text each other be like i'm gonna grab um, a coffee what do you want so i had jimbo's order down let me see if i remember okay it's a large yes latte no no it's a you know, large craft press yes. extra shot of espresso. of espresso add white chocolate a shot of white chocolate 
the white chocolate takes care of the sweet. That sounds good. And the cream. I mean, it'd be good. I, either way. So coffee for me is a 95. <laughs> a 95. You can't drink it for half the day. There's my five points subtracted. If I could drink it, see, now you don't have that problem. So I could for drink you, a coffee at 11.30 at night and like go to bed. I try not to late. drink it in the afternoon. Jimbo can't so, even have chocolate after 5 p.m. I can't so have I, I could, I could, chocolate, let alone I think coffee. I, could, I would say it's starting right now. It's it's the evening. It's the night right now here. I could drink four cups of cold brew and be just fine. Yeah, but you're going to stay up till four in the morning anyways like normal. So Yeah, weird. How many, we got, how many got left? Oh, it's 100 for me. It's 100. 100, a 95, and 100. 100 out of 100. <laughs> Love if, coffee. If I could go higher than 100, I would. Yeah. It's like a 98 average. Okay, um, next up, uh, Uncrustables. Oh God! A fucking uncrustable. An uncrustable is a is a circular. That's hilarious. Um, it's, it's a frozen circular. Uh, circular peanut butter and jelly. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, <laughs> a pot it sticker. Yeah, it's it's like, like a bread pot sticker. If you made a really cheap peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then you took like a big glass and pushed it <laughs> into the middle of it, so you get rid of the crust. And then it kind of seals up that edge. That's what it is. Then they Thus, frozen. the uncrustable. The uncrust. Yeah, no crust. Um, my kid went on a like uh, a streak of these. Well, it's okay. your opinion. I, I haven't. I, know, I haven't. But- okay, I haven't had one in a long time. And here's my one question: Is it there's mostly peanut butter spread out, and then there's a glob of, of jelly in the middle? Yeah. Or is it mostly jelly spread out and a glob of I peanut butter eaten in the them. middle? I, mean, it's I don't like, think I've ever eaten one. It, it's like the frosting of a pop tart. Like it's yeah. it's razor thin for right. both of them. They don't have the technology apparently yet to frost the entire. Pop I feel. Tart I feel like or put enough. No, no. I, sorry, I meant the filling. In. I meant the filling. No, on I the inside. Yeah. But yeah. But I feel like I feel like it's mostly peanut butter, pretty evenly spread, and then in the very center, there's like a there's like a big ball of jelly. I can, I can literally picture the assembly line right now. Yeah. Where the Just blurper like, loops yeah. it on, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna give it. This is crap food. I'm gonna give it a twenty. It's convenient for some kids. Mac went on a stretch where he was like really into them, and so we were buying them, and I was always packing the kids' lunches in the morning. It was stressful. They were fantastic. And then I think they we got a little pushback from the school. They're like, you know, other kids seem to have a little bit more natural foods and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. This Montessori is unbearable. Yeah, they're, but they're a 25. I did make better food. The 25. I'm going to go with a 20. These things suck. I don't want to eat them. If I was given one for free, I would probably give it to someone nearby. Okay. Um, next up, how many uh, we got left? By two, the way? Okay. two more, ten each time. Um, up, up next, Las Vegas as a vacation spot. Uh, it, F- 15. fifteen. So when I was twenty three, it was a ninety nine, and now it is a ten. Because just think about all the other places you can go oh for way God. less money that you're going to enjoy yourself so much more. So let's say money wasn't an issue, right? Let's say yeah. I just won the lottery. I would never go to Vegas. Right. Again. Then you, then it's actually more reason not exactly. to go to Vegas. Like Vegas sucks. So it's overpriced. I never went until I was like over 30. Like I went recently. And so for the first time. Did you enjoy it? Nah. There are really. no. there are enjoyable parts of Vegas. Like there, what kind of food do you like? Okay. It's here. Yeah. Like you, you can pretty much get everything you want, except it's twice the cost. Right. Um, to me, it's a place for people that don't have that much money to go try to act like they do, which is so fucking stupid. Like they're spending like this is their entire vacation budget of the year. There's people that only go to Vegas once a year and show the fuck out like they're rich. It's so stupid. I've never been to Vegas. I don't know if I will go. I'm going to give it a 17. 
Okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. It's pretty low. We hate Vegas as a vacation spot. Finally, Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Mm, yuck. Uh, How dare you? Thirty. How dare you? One. Why? Dude, it's just it doesn't taste good. It doesn't. I mean, I get the convenience factor, but they're just like it's it's fake as fuck. Okay, the straw is an issue. Okay, the the straw through the hole is a huge problem. It's too difficult, and that straw bends half the time. It pops through the backside. Yeah, it, that's it's it's a problem. The 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 juice itself, I think, is if I'm going to separate the packaging from the juice. Okay. The juice itself, I would give it like a ninety. Like I love Capri Suns. I would drink them all the time if it was acceptable. now. Yes, no. okay. I, I'd all love right. it. Um, the packaging itself is like a two. Are you a Pacific cooler guy or uh, more of a fruit punch? Fruit punch is orange, great. They have lemonade. No, no orange, no lemonade. Get, okay. but give me the fruit medley. Like okay. any oh, sort of yeah, a medley yeah. of fruits, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> right. What's the average time it takes a person to drink a Capri Sun? 13.4 <laughs> milliseconds. Yeah. Like it's two sips. It's like, <laughs> and you're done. Yeah. It took you longer to stick the damn straw in uh, than it did to drink it. Dude, did you see the life hack the other day? I think I posted on the podcast. You like, you take a Capri Sun, get the straw in and first. And you bend it down. No, you cut the corner off it. So there's like a little hole at the top. Then you take one of those mini bottles of vodka from the hotel oh, bar. Oh, yeah. You, pour, you pop it in there uh-huh. and then it kind of mixes all together and you just got your cocktail ready to go. I like that. I'm going to do it this week. Let's do it this Maybe, week. Yeah, let's get do it the mini week. bottles. Get the Capri Suns. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a Capri Sun. Uh, I I drink one. I'm gonna give it a a 37. Mm. Oh, I'm going 65. Wow. Okay. Kind Min- of minus there. minus 35 points for the packaging. So it wow, it would have been a very very high yeah, score. Hell yeah. All right. So we really just just the the main ones. We we uh, love T Swift and coffee and uh middle eastern food and we really didn't like uncrustables and uh bird calls and <laughs> vegas. vegas as a vacation that's incredible that like our favorite things of those 10 were taylor swift yeah coffee and middle eastern, and middle eastern food, eastern food. Yeah. unbelievable all right guys uh finally we're going into a quick metal stand here we didn't do one last week we're doing the best chicken sandwiches at fast food restaurants oh this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be really hard. This is gonna be tough. So let's just let's rapid fire throw some out. I'm gonna start with one. It's Burger King's classic chicken sandwich. Is that the long one? It's the long skinny one. It's way too rich. Oh, oh no, that's that's low. The that skinny, will not make the it. skinny yeah. chicken sandwich. That's bad. Really bad stuff. That's, that's a chicken good. patty. Yeah, that's, that's a not chicken a chicken patty sandwich. Salt. For me, the only stuff I want on my stand is gonna be a chicken breast on there. Okay, okay. So throw some out there. Um, well, you could just take Burger King's actual, yeah, okay. you know, that's, that's spicy fine. or regular. I like Wendy's better. So let's just jump right over into Wendy's. Territory. Okay. Can we just get to the good one? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I mean, Chick-fil-A is probably my favorite. The spicy chicken. Spicy chicken Chick-fil-A is undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Okay. So what about, what about, um. It's 80s Mike Tyson. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about, but what about their biggest competitor now? Um. Popeye's. Popeye's brioche chicken sandwich haven't had one i've had to. one okay and i my problem is is that they it's very breaded like really really a mo- lot more breaded and so you end up having like a whole side of the sandwich that was very thin chicken and a lot of breading and you're kind of over there like damn i thought i had half a sandwich left and you really don't you got nothing left okay. so it's okay. good. It's freaking good. It should be on and the list. But that's sort it of should the, be on the list. I that, agree that it, it. I mean, it was. It's, it was it's, very. It's a very contender. Nice. That's what Popeyes is known for, though, is like that extra, like crispy, crispy sort of like yeah. 
extra breading on there. So here's my one thing with it. The Popeye sandwich would be the best sandwich if it was only two bites big. Why? Two, the brioche two. is pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's a really just rich sandwich. There's it's like the first and you have bite, to have mayo on it. Yeah, right? the first so. bite you're like, damn, the sandwich is unbelievable. Second bite you're like, the sandwich is good. And so, then the third bite you're like, I think I'm good. What do we put on there? Because I I'm going KFC double down. The double down. <laughs> <laughs> you psycho. <laughs> was that the one that had the two chicken that was patty real. as the bun? The yeah. As the bun <laughs> to put bacon on the inside with cheese and sauce. Sickening. Did you have it? No. I've tried one. Oh you, you did? I, I, yes, of course. It was greasy as fuck, but like the first like seven bites, I'm like, they're changing the game here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got sick. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, okay, so Chick-fil-A needs to be on there. Popeye's very well could be. I would try to put Wendy's in there because it's very accessible. Wendy's are everywhere, and it's like the best, I don't Wendy's know, over non-racist King, sure. chicken sandwich. Wendy's over Burger King? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy's yeah. over McDonald's? For I don't sure. even eat those McDonald's ones, dude. They're gross to me. And the McDonald's chicken patties are even worse. Although yeah. the dollar McChicken for the car sandwich is pretty solid. See, that's good. It's Ooh. a good bet. I just hate when I'm <laughs> eating the... Ch- is there more chicken or more mayo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who's making it. Yeah, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but I would... Hmm. Dude, as a, as a car sandwich for a buck, that's, no, not, that's, too that that's not too bad. That's not too bad. The McChicken is like steamed bun, right? <laughs> yep. Just as much mayo as chicken and like soaking wet lettuce. Four <laughs> like four pieces. Four strings of lettuce. Of like of like hot lettuce. Yes. <laughs> like hot wilty lettuce. Oh. And it only got hotter because the mayo was hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, why is the hot mayo? <laughs> I Oh my god, I'm crying. Okay, I think we have I think we have it. Okay. Okay. It's Wendy's, it's Popeyes, it's Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And Does I think Chick-fil-A it, lose points for their like horrible politics? Well, let's ask the people. Okay, but we're we'll just talking. We're just talking chicken sandwiches. We're but if you keep, want, yes. if you want to bring that into that, that's fine. If you hate them and you wouldn't Ooh. eat them, then tell us what you would. Also, I still eat them. I don't hate them enough. In apparently. my opinion, Chick-fil-A loses points for being closed on Sunday. I mean, all their oh. policies aside, they lose Dude. points hard. And for I don't, that. I don't live in some affluent area where you might find a Chick-fil-A. Like I'm in Northeast, and there isn't one around. And so, guess when I'm out like. Hitting different parts of the cities, on getting the weekend, hungry. Yeah, uh, literally Sundays. It's. Like, I feel like I've wanted Chick Fil A on Sundays more than any other day. Yeah, and oh, I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to Chick Fil A, and then I like get close, and I'm like, hold up, what day is it? Oh, it's dude, right. I was like, coming the day in, of the Lord. I was coming into MSP, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna pass that damn Chick Fil A because I'm coming into the same gate. Yeah, and I'm gonna be walking by. It was a Sunday. And they even closed the airport. Um, one my on favorite Sunday. thing of all time is that Chick Fil A paid all this money to be in the Falcon Stadium in Atlanta, and. They play their games on Sundays and it's closed. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my god! What a stupid well, company. Good. That's a strong stance to take. Yeah, that's a stupid stance. All right, guys, that is all the time we have in this episode. Maybe wow. our best metal stand discussion of all time. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got- there was a lot going on in this episode. Hopefully, since there wasn't a lot of TV content or entertainment content, you like the rest of it. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on the things that we rated. Vote on our metal stand and uh, send us some ideas for what we can talk about next week. Um, check out our sports episode this week. Until then, thanks for listening to the Nordies podcast. Yeah.